Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of Crushing Real Estate with Brian Pham, where we interview real estate professionals around the industry. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the show and leave a very positive review. We release an episode every single Sunday, so stay tuned. Enjoy. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Crushing It in Real Estate. This week we have Paige Nguyen. Paige is a realtor, a kick-butt realtor in San Jose area. He's also the president of VNARP. Congratulations, Paige. Thank you, Brian. Paige, welcome to the show. Can you please walk us how you got into real estate? And we want to hear about your story. Yes, I would love to share. So um, real estate was actually not my first career choice. Mm -hmm. Uh, We talked about this before, but growing up, I always wanted to help people. So in school, I thought, okay, if I want to help people, what's the career choice for me? So I decided to go towards the nursing route. Um, I moved to Sacramento, was going through the uh, nursing program out there for almost four years. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, I was volunteering at Kaiser Hospital, you know, to get experience and get exposed to see if this is truly what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, after after some time, I realized I, I wasn't being fulfilled in the way that I thought I would be. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize how important that was, you know, your mental state going to you know, go to the, the, the hospital day in, day out. Um, I know, I commend those who can disconnect themselves. Mm-hmm. But I, I didn't know how to do that. Like I was the type of person to always, you know, I've always worn my heart on my sleeves. I carry the emotions with me. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know how to zone out to certain things. And mm-hmm. then, you know, coming in day out, when you get to the point where you know that you're dread going somewhere, mm-hmm. it's, t- it's time to go. Like, yeah. <laughs> So I, I think it was like towards the, my fourth year is when I decided to drop out of the program. Mm-hmm. I wasn't happy. I wasn't motivated anymore. Um, I was feeling extremely lost because growing up, you know, in my, my teens and early 20s, I, this is what I dedicated my life to, mm-hmm. to, go, to go to nursing. So now that I realized, oh, this is not what I thought it was going to be, mm-hmm. I was so lost because this is what, what I'm going to do now. Um, so at that time, uh, I know... I didn't like where I was, but I had to think about, okay, what's next? Mm-hmm. I have to keep moving forward, right? I have to keep moving forward. So uh, when I went to Sacramento, the only person that I knew out there was uh, Tom Tran. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Tom. You know, Mr. Tom Tran. Um, so I reached out to him for advice. He was the only person I knew that lived in Sacramento. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was the one that actually suggested that I get into real estate. It was, you know, it was, it was something that he was doing right out of high school and mm-hmm. he has still been building his career ever since. Initially, I was like, no, I'm not a salesperson. I won't be good <laughs> at it. What other options would you recommend, you know? Mm-hmm. And it was the point where I always remember the one question he asked me. He said, well, what is it that you want for yourself? Mm-hmm. I told him, I still want to help people, but I want personal growth. I want to be challenged to learn and grow. Mm-hmm. I, I want to be able to have a flexible schedule so I can you know, have the ideal work-life balance. Mm-hmm. I was naming all these things I wanted. Mm-hmm. And then he, he, he tells me, you know, you're going to get all of that in real estate. You're going to be true. challenged in more ways than one. You will grow from all the obstacles. Mm-hmm. You will help people achieve their dreams of owning a home or, you know, finding an investment property. Mm-hmm. Uh, real estate is not entirely a sales job. Mm-hmm. It's a relationship business. Definitely. So people who know and right, people who know, know you and like you will work with you. Mm-hmm. And how? So I, I, and how old were you at the time when you first got into real I estate? Was, I was twenty, uh, twenty six at the time. Okay. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> 
so 26 at the time and um after he was you know kind of really dissecting because you know you don't you don't know what you don't know i just thought real estate was a sales job and uh mm-hmm. i thought it was really it was not for me but mm-hmm. when he kind of just broke down the layers of all the different components real estate actually is mm-hmm. I'm like, okay like you know i was so i was like okay so that's that's how i got started oh wow and then <laughs> the most funny part to me about the story is you mentioned that you can't turn off your brain while you're in in nursing as a nurse. That's mm-hmm. funny because real estate is a twenty four hour activity. <laughs> it is, but it's a different type of challenge. Mm-hmm. I right, where I am now, my mind is constantly working, but it's a different type because I'm excited. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, there's a problem in real estate, but I'm looking for a solution. Mm-hmm. Versus in the hospital setting, it was more emotional and trauma. You know, oh, wow. it, was, yeah. it was a different type of disconnect that I, I maybe because I just didn't enjoy it. Mm-hmm. But in real estate, it was a different type of challenge where I'm, I'm working three, four in the morning sometimes mm-hmm. because I want to get things done. I want to put things together. Um, it was just a different concept of being able to disconnect or connect to. I can't disconnect from real estate because I'm I actually like what I do. Mm-hmm. But with your hospital is just trauma and emotions that yeah. I probably just don't want to be involved in. <laughs> We're really happy to have you over in the real estate side. Yes. <laughs> I glad want, I made the leap of faith. Definitely. We're glad to have you here too. And to me, it's really surprising to hear that you basically started about five years ago. And to see your tremendous progress to now, it's, it's almost unbelievable. You know? Thank you. It was actually, my first year was um, was very slow. I started real estate in Sacramento and mm-hmm. I, it, was this, it was that trial and error. It was like I already walked away from you know my my nursing career mm-hmm. uh, that I was I spent so much time uh, giving my time to, mm-hmm. but now it was like the first year was kind of like okay either you kind of give it your all or you're gonna walk away. All right. Um, I didn't know anything else. You know, mm-hmm. it was just okay. I left nursing. Now I'll give real estate a hundred percent shot <laughs> and see where it goes. <laughs> That's crazy. And, and, then, and uh, here I am. Here you are. You're president of Vinar. You know, you <laughs> kick butt realtor. You work at boutique Thank real- you. realtor. Like, <laughs> you're doing great. I mean, Thank I, you. at what point did you realize that like, real estate was your passion? You know, when you started working towards your goals, you know, at what, what point do you have the epiphany where it's like, oh, wow, like, I want to do this for the rest of my life? You know, like that kind of moment. Yeah. So I. I love narrating. I love being a storyteller. So mm-hmm. what I realized that, you know, um, early on, the skill set that you learned when you're younger, you know, marketing, customer service. Mm-hmm. Uh, I loved writing in school. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't realize that I could apply all that into my big real estate business. Wow. And so when I, you know, it goes back to, I've always wanted to help people. Mm-hmm. So the first couple of transactions I was doing, you know, every transaction was different, but I was being able to be a part of someone's journey mm-hmm. from the start to end. And, you know, we're, we're being a part of, you know, incredible milestone that they're trying to achieve. So when I was there from the beginning and started to see the difference I was making, you know, you're being a consultant, you're, you wear so many hats in a transaction Mm -hmm. that when I go back to like, I want to be challenged, I was being challenged. So, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I was learning and growing. And as we're moving through the process, I was learning a lot by myself. I I wasn't as confident. I was one of those people that was not confident. You know, I was always, I always want to be prepared before I go into anything. So I wasn't as confident in the beginning, but the more that I had others believe in me, the mm-hmm. more that people trusted me, I knew that I had to perform, I had to deliver. <laughs> so when I, right, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know exactly <laughs> so what you mean. So when I was going through the, the motions and, you know, after every deal that closed, every client that I helped and 
know, the response was, you know, we couldn't have done this without you or, you know, thank you for helping us. It was this, the feedback that was kept me going. Mm-hmm. And that's when I realized, you know what, this is, this is going back to my core value. I mm-hmm. want to help people and I am going towards that path and I'm, I'm helping them in a much happier state. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just like, you know, I didn't know this in, in high school. I didn't know this is something that I could be doing as a career. Mm-hmm. So going through the motions, learning about real estate, learning it's, it's more, so much more than what meets the eye. You're, you're meeting people, you're making connections, you're building relationships, you're making friendship out of this. And mm-hmm. it's, it's there's so much more. And that's when I realized, okay, I, I'm really, I really enjoy this. And mm-hmm. you know, you go through the motions um, and that's when I decided to move back to San Jose mm-hmm. to continue my career path because you know, in business, it's all about your network. So that's when I knew that it was time to move back and, and grow my business. Mm-hmm. I love that. I mean, just going off that story for our listeners that don't know. So Paige mm-hmm. actually helped me buy buy my first primary property here in Oakland, yeah, California. Like, two years. I mean, two year anniversary soon. Exactly. So I invested <laughs> before, but I never bought my own place. And mm-hmm. having Paige there to help me along the process, like she was amazing. Like. We, thank you. We'll get, thank you for giving me the opportunity. <laughs> of course, like we found a place within like two weeks, and we closed in twenty-one days. Like, yes. it was insane. And we flew in that day. We, I think, we had like seven or eight properties on the list. Mm-hmm. And then after we were done, and then dropped you back at the airport. Exactly. <laughs> Paige is also an awesome Uber driver as well. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Appreciate that, Paige. So I know your dedication to the process is real. Like I seen it. <laughs> You know, I, I know like every, I can verify every single thing that you, you mentioned before. Like you have that fire inside of you. Mm-hmm. And then not just that, like you kind of branched off to like other areas of real estate too. And I, think, I think that's one thing that most people like don't really see a correlation for is like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm just in real estate. I'm just investing. I'm mm-hmm. just a realtor. Like, but there's, there's so much, to, so much else you can do, you know, like, and that's what part where I kind of want to segue a little bit into your activities as you know vnarp and your volunteering like you're leveraging real estate to like do all these things that you always want to do you know and then mm-hmm. on top of that like i want later on in, in the podcast i want to have Paige talk about her travels too like she's very she's always like she's traveling the world like great work-life balance and it's all she all she leveraged the power of real estate to do that you know so before we get too much off track Hey Paige, can you talk about your, you know, your your commitment to VNARP and the volunteering and you know the investment stuff? Like, how did you segue into that using real yes, estate? Yes, definitely. So I think early on, uh, when I got to real estate, you know, we have the title of being a real estate agent, and then you join an association, uh, you know, your county, you become a realtor, um, and then I. There, when I was going to you know workshops and seminars, and I was meeting and networking with other agents, I was realizing they they all belong to a different organization, mm. not just from county. There's our you know they're in the Asian Real Estate Association, the Filipino Association. There's all these different associations, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, you know what's what's this? And then so I start going attending these classes. I wanted to see what what the membership was about, what class, what, what was the organization about? Mm-hmm. And then so I start networking and talking to others and I met people who are actually the president of these chapters. Um, so long story short, I was realizing, you know what, in order to be able to be successful in a very saturated real estate market in mm-hmm. the Bay Area, you have to be able to stand out. You have to be able to align yourself with other people who 
who are on the same path and mission as you. Mm -hmm. And for me, as I knew that I didn't want to be just another real estate agent. Mm -hmm. I want to be able to, thinking of real estate is all about marketing and branding and your affiliation. So I, when I moved back to San Jose in 2015, that was the same time when uh, VNARP, which is the Vietnamese National Associate Real Estate Professionals, that was the first time they were founded and launched. Mm -hmm. So it was, it was perfect timing. So now I'm finding an organization that was relatable to me. I'm a Vietnamese American, I'm in real estate, and they're based in my hometown. Mm-hmm. So I started attending their their classes and and events, and I was seeing you know the network that they had there. It just wasn't real estate agents. You're you're meeting with commercial lenders, uh, commercial late agents, escrow officers. All these people were in one spot. Mm-hmm. So you're being to leverage instead of trying to meet people individually, chasing people or trying to like network and build your database and sphere of influence. Everyone's in this in this organization. You're meeting so many different types of people. So I'm okay, you know, I, I'm gonna start going to the, the mixers, I'm gonna start attending these events. Um, I wanna be able to learn from these people who are leading these organizations. Because um, I knew that I always wanted to be more, but I didn't know where to start. Mm-hmm. So I started off with something that was relatable to me, and that was Vino. Um, I started volunteering with them in a sense where I was their ghostwriter. Oh, wow. So I, I did was, not know that. Yeah, I was a ghostwriter. <laughs> I was a ghostwriter for two years. Uh, the president at the time had reached out to me because they were, you know, they have a lot of content, but it's not always it's always the narrative and the message that you know these organizations want to portray. But it doesn't always come out the way that they want. Mm-hmm. So for me, being the natural storyteller, I love writing. So they reached out to me. I was a ghostwriter for two years until I started to, um, they gave me a position, which is the marketing and P, uh, public relations chair. Mm-hmm. Then I became the board director. And uh, from there, I became the president. Wow. Can you also walk us through like the size of VNARP when you first joined and the size of it now? Yes. Yeah, so when I first, when VNARP was first uh, launched and founded in 2015, they had 13 original founding members. Mm-hmm. And I think their, uh, that time their membership base was maybe like less than 50. It was something so new that people were still trying to, it's like trying to get a feel for what VNARP is about. Mm-hmm. There's other chapters surrounding us that have been around for 20, 30 years. So when you have that like VNARP, that newcomer, that new kid on the block, people are were more watching from the sidelines than actually participating. Mm-hmm. You know, and, that, and that applies to like everything in life. There's always the people on the sidelines and people actually participating. So in the beginning, you know, it's, I felt like it started off slow, mm-hmm. but as VNARP was building the momentum, people were building more, we were having more uh, quality educational events, we were having a better following. There was um, more uh, people that were, joining the board that's when it grew from you know 100 to 200 Jeez. and now in our fourth year we're currently i think almost at 400 um, active members wow that's really really amazing to hear that kind of progress you know that we're building a strong vietnamese community down there i love it yes and it's, it's one of those things where you know we are the only vietnamese organization uh surprisingly there's so many Vietnamese people around the united states but mm-hmm. how come there's no vietnamese organization for real estate yet so yeah. it was really definitely cool to be one of the first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really cool. Can you kind of um, talk a little bit about VNOS volunteering events that you did before? I know that you mentioned in our prior conversations that you did volunteer to travel abroad to VNARP to kind of volunteer and give back. Like, Can you mm-hmm. kind of give us an insight of what kind of activity activities did you guys do for that? 
So, you know, with uh, VNARP and with, you know, a lot of other organizations, it's, you know, what is our mission and what is our purpose? We are here to build our business, but also give back to our community. And so when I first joined uh, officially in 2017, we had our first uh, fight hunger with VNARP, uh, which is our signature meal packaging campaign. Mm-hmm. So the first year we, uh, it was like, you know, we just had an idea, wanted to test it out. Um, we launched, we had uh, a goal of raising $3,000, mm-hmm. had 50 volunteers and we packaged 10,000 meals. And wow. that was our first year. Mm-hmm. The second year we, which is 2018, we went up to 100,000 meals. We wow. raised $30,000 and we had over 500 volunteers. And these meals are going to, uh, you know, 50% of it went to uh, the kids in Tanzania, mm-hmm. which is in Africa. And then we had 30,000 meals that were allocated to um, disaster relief. Mm-hmm. So, you know, last year we had a lot of hurricanes, tsunamis, floods. So these were dispersed into um, disaster relief uh, centers. Mm-hmm. As of to date, so our next campaign, which is Fight Hunger 3 with VNAR, we are doubling our initiatives. We are doing 200,000 meals, raising $60,000, and going to aim for over 1,000 volunteers this year. Wow, that's absolutely amazing. Great achievement, guys. <laughs> Thank you. So, we're so, so... Uh, you know, it's it wouldn't be done without the the collaborative effort or community. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things where you know we we are in real estate, but we are community leaders. So mm-hmm. how do we get our community to come together? And you know, we are very we encourage everyone in not just in real estate but other sectors, you know, um, to come out and participate. It's a, it's a family event. So mm-hmm. previous years, it's it's great to see you know. Um, People bring out their kids, a uh, fa- whole entire family to have everyone just join us. And mm-hmm. uh, it's during the holidays too. So it's a very wholesome, fun, fun family activity. Yeah, I love it. I mean, to kind of, to me, I want to make a point that it sounds really crazy. Like five years ago, <laughs> you made a career transition over from nursing because you didn't like where your life was going. You became a real estate agent. You know, you didn't confine yourself as a real estate agent. You know, like you branched out, you want to network, you want to be more. To you and for our listeners to make that connection, it's abs- it's crazy because like essentially Paige, you know, she was tr- trying to decide what she wanted to do with her life at age twenty six. You know, fast forward um, two three years later, she joined VNARP, became an agent, gave back to a lot into the community as well. Like she, as Paige mentioned before, like that volunteer effort for thirty k, hundred k fundraising, like it's pretty amazing. Like you're not just a real estate agent, you know, you're you're just leveraging that to make a difference and to do more. And that's kind of exactly. the point I want to drive forward for our listeners. Like, hey, like, there's a lot of stigmas, you know, rumors about agents, but this is driving it to create a better, like, a bigger impact and a better cause, you yes. know? So and I, it's, it's really, you know, I, I agree with you that when there's been a bad stigma, mm-hmm. I, how do we change that? How do we raise higher standards in our industry? There's bad stigma in, in every in every business sector, right? Mm-hmm. There's always uh, people, there's it's like, I, I use this analogy, um, like a driver's license. Everyone's issued a driver's license, but there's gonna be bad drivers and good drivers. Mm-hmm. So you wanna be a part of the good drivers. And so how do you continue that momentum as you're gonna lead by example, mm-hmm. do things the right way. 
uh, be ethical, have integrity. So that was something I wanted to set forth that I, you know, going back to, I didn't want to be just a real estate agent. Um, you know, making money and making a living is, is one aspect, but I wanted to live a life of fulfillment. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to you know, have a purpose because at the end days, like, you know, uh, what's if anything were to happen, what is it that I would be able to leave behind? Mm-hmm. And that's that's something that I've, I've been working on and want to be able to create. Wow, that sounds amazing. So, Paige, <laughs> tell us every single country you, you visited so far oh, since you became real estate agent. <laughs> I want to hear the list right now. <laughs> okay, so you ready? Yep, I'm ready. <laughs> okay, so I've been to Vietnam, wow. Japan, mm-hmm. Ecuador, Panama, Colombia. Whoa. I'm missing a few. Um, London, Rome, mm-hmm. Paris. Where else? We can, we can go um, domestically too, like New York. In <laughs> the United States, I've been to New York, New Jersey, Portland, Washington, Texas, uh, Baltimore, Maryland. I've, um, Miami. I've been to Toronto, Vancouver. <laughs> yeah, so Paige, the point is... Because of real estate, Paige is able to travel a lot. <laughs> yes, yes. If you guys get a chance to, uh, I'll, I'll put this in the show notes. Check out her Instagram as well. You can stay, stay on top of all her travels. But then again, you know, it was something I had to work to build. Mm-hmm. Not everyone can just jump in and start traveling while they're doing real estate. Yeah. It, it took a couple of years. I mean, disclaimer, it took a couple of years to be able to have created a, enough of a system and structure mm-hmm. so that I can work remote. So just the disclaimer, it was something I just <laughs> dived right in and said, I'm going to travel and then work. No, it, I, I took time to build what I was able to do so I can work remote from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's a great disclaimer. I mean, Paige, really, really, she really worked hard for everything she did right or she, everything she deserves right now. So yes, thank you, know, you. You, have to, you have to pay your dues, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> So Paige, as we're moving on to the next section of the podcast, we want to like we want to talk more about your short-term goals in real estate and your long-term goals. Where do you see yourself like next year, five years, and ten years from now in real estate? Yes, definitely. I think you know those are if you don't write your goals down, it, it doesn't happen, right? Mm-hmm. So I think in real estate, it's uh, very similar to everyone that's in the business. You know, short term, of course, definitely I want to work on getting uh, acquiring my first rental property mm-hmm. and you know start building my own real estate portfolio. I want to achieve, you know, what many get into real estate to achieve, and that's financial freedom, mm-hmm. residual income, semi early retirement, and not having to hustle as hard for the deal. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Definitely. So that's my short term and long term goal, and it's one of those things. You know, we have to write it down and know you have something to work towards. And it's more uh, of, you know, also surround yourself who with people who have the same goals. Mm-hmm. So that way it makes it easier for you to achieve that. Definitely. So and that, that those are really good goals. I mean, short-term and long-term-wise, like, you have you have a clear picture of what you want to do. And great message. Always write down your goals. I always write down my goals every single day. You guys yes. should do that. It really <laughs> helps with your subconscious mind and, you know, keeping yourself accountable. Mm-hmm. Uh, with that being said, Paige, do you have a... A morning routine that you follow or any kind of like resume every day where you're just like okay like I have to knock this out I have to write my journal I have to write my goals like how do you start off your day to make sure you stay accountable so uh, this is something I've always been doing as a kid and then growing up I just re- I didn't realize how important it was mm-hmm. was making my bed 
This is exactly. This is the first thing I do when I wake up. I crawl the bed and um, I would make my bed. No, because I have one of those beds where like there's six pillows, there's a bed sheet, there's duvet, there's all these layers. Mm-hmm. But when I get out of bed and then I make my bed, and it's is what it seems tedious, but it's how to set the tone for the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. Once I finish making my bed, then I know okay, I accomplished this one task. Mm-hmm. Okay, what's next? If I leave or if I'm in a rush and I have an unmade bed, it makes me feel uneasy because I have an unfinished task. Mm-hmm. So no matter what, I always have to make my bed. That's like my, my ritual. Um, and then from there, I would, I don't eat breakfast, but I always drink water when I wake up, get mm-hmm. hydrated. And I would um, sit and read my emails. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. I try not to have a habit of like you know laying in bed and reading my emails on, through my phone. Mm-hmm. I would position myself to be in front of my computer, um, you know, have a clear mind, and get through my emails and go through my calendar, making sure and seeing what I have to do for the day, mm-hmm. so I can you know either dress the part or be prepared for what I have to do, who I have to meet. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, preparation is always key. I, I try to have you know that instilled in my mind that always be prepared. Mm-hmm. So, and for that, you know, I go about my day and I'm a huge reader, just like you are. So I always try to allocate, (laughs) you know, (laughs) I try to allocate at least 30 minutes of reading time at the end of the day. Now is like you have, you know, your routine, you have your schedules and appointments, Mm -hmm. but coming home, you know, there's just so much that goes on and things that you need to take care of tomorrow. But just to try to be present, I always try to like disconnect and, you know, kind of wind down and read for at least 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. That way you kind of always, you know, get in the momentum of learning and um and just being present mm-hmm. um, so it's always nice so nothing crazy or fancy it's just uh, <laughs> my good day <laughs> I, I love it i mean every successful person i talk to has some sort of routine like that mm-hmm. you know whether they read whether they write but the common common line is that they stay accountable you know yes. i think all those things kind of teach you accountability and it goes a long way with anything that you do and may, mm-hmm. may, you may yeah. not see the results immediately but eventually it all compounds together and everything like all everything just add up and everything just makes sense in my opinion yep awesome yep. is this thing you know, is i a lot of times when people say that you know what and who you are is also it comes to what you do every day mm-hmm. so it's in, it's in your routine if you're consistent and you work towards something it's like you have to have routine in order to build that momentum. Mm-hmm. You know, if you are just kind of winging it every day, mm-hmm. there's no sense of direction. You yeah. need to have a plan and a purpose and have intentions for your day. I love that. Absolutely right, Paige. Well <laughs> said. <laughs> hey, hey, Paige, I know we touched upon this a little bit earlier, but what do you think your why is? What is your why, the reason why you want to, you know, do things? We, t- we talked about this earlier, you know, mm-hmm. but I want to get a, a clear message for our audience. So my source of motivation and my why, um, every time I get up in the morning, every time I'm facing, uh, you know, hardship or I'm facing uh, a problem or anything, you know, an obstacle in my life, mm-hmm. I always sit down and I'm a very, you know, I'm a, I'm a thinker. So I always try to ask myself questions. So how do I get over this? So mm-hmm. there's uh, five questions that I ask myself um, that motivates me to move forward. Mm-hmm. So the first one is I ask myself, what is it that I want to be? Mm-hmm. What is it that I want to do? What is it that I want to have? What I want to improve and what I want to change. Mm-hmm. So these are the questions it applies in every situation. So when I feel like giving up or when I feel like, you know, something's really hard mm-hmm. or should I continue? I always ask myself, especially the first question is, what is it that I want to be? 
And it brings me back to focus on, you know, going back to my short term and long term goals. Mm-hmm. So sometimes we get so caught up in the noise that we kind of forget our, our focus, why we started. Mm-hmm. So it's always nice to kind of sit back and reflect. So that's it. my social motivation is just kind of going back to my reason for being in this business, for doing what I do, for giving back. Um, and that's what propels me to move forward is going back to the my original goals and um, things I want to accomplish for myself. Mm-hmm. So I have to kind of check myself. It's like, hey, Paige, what is it that you have to do to get yourself there? What is it that you want it to be? You know, what is it that you want to change about your life? Mm-hmm. So all these things you have to keep keep asking yourself in order to propel forward. Wow, that's really powerful. I n- I absolutely need to go back to this part after the podcast and re-listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Paige, as we are approaching the end of the podcast, if you were to redo your real estate career all over again, what would you have done differently? I, you know, I thought about this question many, many times. And I actually came to the conclusion that I I felt like everything happened the way it's supposed to. Mm-hmm. I felt like it was necessary to go through what I did to get here. Mm-hmm. I'm glad I tried the nursing route to understand that it wasn't for me. Um, I'm glad it's one of those things, you know, it's it's good to try something and think, oh well, then mm-hmm. versus what if. Mm-hmm. I'm glad I got to, you know, realize that my original plan didn't work out and that knowing that life doesn't always go into a plan, but there's better things going forward for you mm-hmm. um i had the right mentorship and support system early on mm-hmm. and that was to continue being um you know learning and growing and evolving so if i, I actually would not change anything i think everything happened the way it should have mm-hmm. um and it i always said that maybe i should have started sooner but i think i wasn't mentally strong enough or prepared back then mm-hmm. so i needed to go through what i did to understand what is it that I don't want and then to fully accept what I do want. Wow, I like that. I mean, at this point, I interview a good number of people and everyone always tells me, like, I wish I started earlier, I wish blah, blah, but <laughs> I think this is where you and I are, we have a lot in common is that mm-hmm. I firmly believe that everything happens for a reason, you know? Yes. That everything mm-hmm. that all your hardships, like, it prepares you for who you are today. And yes. because of that, it's similar to you. Like I wouldn't change a thing. Yeah, definitely. Because you know, is we there's always different ways to look at things. And people think, oh, you know, the grass is greener on the other side. Mm-hmm. But no, it's actually greener when you water it. You've gone through what you need to, but it prepared you mentally, emotionally, physically mm-hmm. to get to where you need to go. Mm-hmm. And you have the knowledge, you have the experience, and you have the skill set that you do now because of what you went through. Mm-hmm. So, you know, certain things wouldn't happen the way it did if it didn't go through that point. So, yeah, definitely everything happens for a reason. Everything's a blessing in disguise. So we should embrace it and not let, you know, it's just, and not live in regret. Mm-hmm. Love it, Paige. Love it. Alrighty. You know, right, reaching the end of the show. Hey, Paige, how can our listeners find out more about you? Yes, definitely. So I do have my own website. They can check out www.pagenewin.com. Mm-hmm. My Instagram is the Daily Pages. Uh, it's spelled T H E D A I L Y P A I G E S. Awesome. All right, I'll include that in the show notes as well. <laughs> thank you, <laughs> Paige. Thank you for being on the show. I appreciate this interview. It's really lots of fun. Thank you for having me. I'm I'm glad we got to do this and uh, perfect timing. Yep, perfect timing. Thank you, Paige. Appreciate it. Thank you, Brian. All right, bye.